Hello and welcome to The Village Idiot. Today Ricky and I talk about uh, foods and stories from our various travels. So go ahead and enjoy. Hi, new podcast. Food, booze and everything that goes along with that. Uh, chicken biryani. I had chicken biryani yesterday. And uh, what is chicken biryani? Chicken biryani is a rice dish. Uh... I'm not sure if it is indigenous to uh, India, but it's certainly very, very Indian now. I think it came, I think it's been, as it's come from Persia, it's been um, uh, localized as it goes. And now it's the, 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 the biryani that you would eat in a restaurant would be the Indian biryani. So I think biryani is Indian, but it's, uh, uh, its genesis was from the Middle East. And it evolved, and by the time it was properly developed, it is what it is today. What is biryani? It's basmati rice, aromatic. There are actually different types of biryani, but the most common is a North Indian biryani, which is uh, it's uh, very flavorful. It's fried uh, it's in oil, actually, right? The rice, it's like fried in oil first. Is that correct? Fried. Is it fried? You know what? I don't know how to cook it. I honestly don't know how to cook it. I don't think the oil, I don't think the rice is fried in oil. Everything else is fried. In ghee, if I'm not mistaken, but it could be oil also, and uh, lots of uh, aromatic spices. Not from the point of view of like hotness, flavorful. Yeah. And um, I think there are some versions with saffron in it. There's uh, dry fruits like almonds and raisins in it, and uh, I think it's originally made with mutton. What they call mutton in India is goat, uh, and it's very succulent and it's uh, got different versions of cooking. One is called the dumb, the dumb method, which means you basically close the pot and you put like, they use uh, the same, what do you call atta, right? Which is the flour, uh, the dough, mm-hmm. and they close it and they let the, let it cook in its own, uh, in its own heat. So a lot of flavor goes into it. Oh, like they it, put the dough over the uh, rice, is what you're saying? No, what they do is, uh, yeah, you can do that. Basically, you clear the lid. So either you put a lid and then you close it with the dough, like you don't let uh, any of the uh, air escape. Okay, so the you use the dough, they use the dough as a sealant, kind of. As a sealant, or sometimes they make an entire like a roof with it as well. Uh, uh, basically, it's a sealant, yeah. That's exactly what it is. It insulates it. And they put the heat off and let the heat let, let it cook itself. That's called dumb cooking. It's not only for biryani. It can be for other versions, other foods as well. Yeah, I think I've seen uh, something like that, like, you know, I, with American or not, not necessarily American cooking, but like something along the lines of like, uh, uh, what's it called, digging a hole, putting like, um, what's it called, uh, food down there with a fire and then like covering it and then letting yeah. the fire go out in the heat stay and cooking the uh, exactly. cooking on cooking in the ground, right? That's yeah. the one we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, dude, I've actually eaten some of that. It really is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what does it. I'm not really uh i've not really studied it but it adds a lot of flavor the earth adds a lot of flavor to it it is i don't know maybe the minerals or whatever down there it really adds mm. a lot of flavor long story short biryani is a badass dish it's delicious it's not exactly the healthiest food in the world uh-huh. but it's it's really something you can pick out on especially when you're drunk and a good biryani is something else man coincidentally the best biryanis i've had other than my own mom's. Uh, one was in Dubai, in a Bangladeshi hole in the wall. 
uh, and the other one was in London, which is not surprising because they have so many Pakistanis and Indians there. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. I was go ahead. The Bangladeshi one was hilarious because this was in not in a very uh, upmarket part of Dubai, and um, we were just starving, and I could just basically I followed the smell. And I went to this place, which is only like you know like taxi drivers and stuff of like that, like local guys. And it was just basically you paid a certain amount, which is stupid cheap. It was like, I don't know, man. It was like 15 dirhams or something, which is, what is it? No, it's not even $10. Okay. And uh, it's like $5. I think. But don't quote me on that. Mm. It was un- it was unlimited. You could eat as much as you want. Oh, and wow. dude, it was, so, it was so good. It's so good. It was not posh. It was basic, right? But it was so good. I said, hey, man. I used to go to Dubai a lot for flights then. And I said, look, man, next time I'm here, can you please deliver to my to my hotel? They said, look, man, we deliver as long as we can deliver it from uh, on our bicycle. If you're away, if, if we have to take a car or go on the main streets, we can't. So if you're within bicycle, yeah, if you're within bicycle reach, you're going to get it. Dude, it was so good, man. Wow. Yeah, nice finding home of all places like that. Yeah. For great. It's the best, dude. Dubai is great for food, huh? Dubai is really, really great for food because Dubai is a melting pot, man, of all cultures around the world as much as any other city in the world. So. Yeah, you got a lot of money. A lot of people want to go there. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of money ever so often and then every five years they go down and completely bust. Then they're back. It's a, it's a quagmire, that city. Uh, it's like living in Vegas, to be honest. I've never been to Vegas, but it's like living oh. in the Middle East in Vegas. and uh, Couldn't do that, yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, dude. If you and I, if you and I live there, walking around the way we walk around without any fancy labels on us, nobody's gonna talk to us. We'll have zero friends. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm Indian, so you know I am number three or four in the hierarchy of race. Okay, and uh, <laughs> you're a black dude. You'll be when you open your mouth, you'll jump up three steps. Yeah, exactly. But I start, I would be like seven or eight. <laughs> now, you start off. You start off with me. Start off with me. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you rolled in, in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or, or yeah. you know me, even if I had the money for that kind of thing, I wouldn't be rolling in one of those. So <laughs> nah, for sure, man. For sure. But Dubai is a cool city, I tell you that though. I don't I, honestly having said all this, I wouldn't mind living there because I don't really have to be a part of that culture. I can be a part of the art culture, which is just a bunch of, a lot of Indians and, you know, Asian chaps just there living a good, like living a happy life, you know. It's like, I just call it a cleaner version of Mumbai, basically. Everybody there speaks Hindi because everybody is either Indian or Pakistani. So I'm thinking all the service people, like the drivers and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, lots and lots of great, like you'd love it. And I'd love it. And I do love it. It's because it's got such insane food and insane bars. Like, incredible stuff like really really incredible stuff so and a lot of like a lot of shows and things that in that sense it's great i wouldn't mind living there uh i mean i'd prefer somewhere i mean i prefer london maybe but <laughs> i wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah See, i feel like for me like I, I i like visiting those places maybe stay a yeah. month but i think if i was like oh let me you know stay like live here for a year i, I don't know if i could do that like even new york city like I grew up, you know, an hour from there, and I like visiting, but I couldn't live there. I live in Philly, maybe, but I don't know. 
Yeah, those big yeah. cities. Nice to see, but I feel like I could get overwhelmed. Like same way I was in Bangkok. I was just like, this is too much after a while. I needed to just. Did you get overwhelmed in Bangkok? Come on. I did. Really? Yeah, like just in terms of like, it, I mean, it was cool. I like, I liked it a lot. I like I said, I could see myself being there for some time. But like, if I was like, oh, why, if I was thinking of living in Thailand, it wouldn't be Bangkok. It would be you know probably like Chiang Mai or something or somewhere on the island. Just. But like, you know, it's still accessible, still got stuff going on, but a lot more laid back. That's just uh, my mentality. Well, yeah, I'm not going to defend Bangkok, but I'm going to just say that when you and I were there, we were staying in Chiang Mai. We were, we were staying in uh, Khao San. Khao San is the craziest yeah, part of it. That's true. That's, that's not really Bangkok. It's honestly not even, you won't, you won't even find one person from Bangkok in Khao San, except for the shop owners. Everybody there is a is a backpacker just trying to get nuts. Um, <laughs> if you see other parts of Thailand, of Bangkok, you'd probably like it, yeah. But again, it is a big city. It is it is very busy, very very busy, right? It's like New York busy. So I can appreciate. I've been stuck in traffic jams there for over an hour and a half, just one spot, not moved. Wow. You know, so I I can I can relate. But the food, man, come on! Remember how much food tasting we did there, bro? How many videos we made? Oh fuck, man! I mean, and that's kind of that's kind of the appeal of those bigger cities, like both the variety and density of food available is yes, much better. Which is which is why like I think I could stay there for a month just to like try so many different things. But yeah, yeah I think for me, like after that, I'd be like, all right, I, I, you know, I could see myself even moving to a different city, like going to a different city, like going hopping from city to city. But I think if it was in the same city, I would just get overwhelmed after a while. Yeah, but what was your favorite uh, Thai food that you tried while you were in Thailand? Do you have anything? You know, you surprisingly, my favorite one um, was the Morning Glory. Like, not even because like it was necessarily the best tasting one thing that I had there, but because yeah. it was something like I had never had that vegetable. I still don't know what that vegetable is, what it's made from. And it was so spicy. It was like the one dish that I could get there that was usually spicy. Um, and it was a green and, you know, with all the drinking I was doing and all the other food I was eating, I wasn't eating much in the way of greens. So I really appreciated that dish. Um, but also the one we had in Chiang Mai, the, um, the, oh man, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, oh, the soup? Yeah. The soup thing. That was really good. The flavor on that was good. The texture, like, I guess yeah. we got to put stuff on top of it, which I think, you know, yeah. obviously changed the texture of it also, but like, yeah. Yeah, just overall, it was like a little creamy. Was, I don't usually like soups, but it was like had the broth going on. The chicken flavor was there. It was a nice spice to it. I, I added more seasoning, more spice. But, uh, it's called Khao Sui. Khao Sui. Khao Sui. Most people in the world yeah. ate Khao Sui to Burma because it is a staple diet. I wouldn't call it a staple diet, but it's one of the main meals, most common meals in Burma. And I went to Burma. It's a very big deal in India, too. I mean, I love it. And the one we had was the one I have in India. But mm. when I went to Burma and I said, dude, I'm in Rangoon. First thing I'm going to get myself is some cowsway. And it was a completely different ballgame, man. It was dry. It was not a soup. Mm. It was all dry. And actually that dish is supposed to be had for breakfast. But then I learned that cowsway is different <clears throat> in different parts of Burma. So the one we had was, uh, we were in Northern Thailand, right? So it mm -hmm. has that, you get that sort of... Uh, the flavor. It was delicious, man. Imagine how, how much we got for that much, that little. And that, yeah. that British name, I keep forgetting his name. I got uh, him on Instagram. He's a big 
Just like 10, 15 seconds of a white dude trying hot food. <laughs> yeah, like 6,000 views. First time for everything, huh? Yeah, but he was a cool guy. Like, no, he was he nice. Was Harry, Harry, wasn't his name? Yeah, that's it, Harry. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He was yeah. a cool guy. I did enjoy his company. Yeah, he was did nice. Did I with. Morning Glory or did you have Morning Glory before that? No, that was, uh, you introduced it when we went to that one bar. with, <laughs> Like, it was kind of like an Irish Bar, but I don't know what the deal was with the with the like. It was like when we were we were where were we? We were like on uh, one of the soy cowboy roads. I forget which. Oh, one. okay. <laughs> like near like the clubs and everything. All the food is where the strip clubs are. <laughs> yeah, and like we went to that one. Like that was the first place we had it at, and that was uh, it was super spicy, but it was it was good. Like you, even you were like, oh, "This is spicier than." Uh, I expected it to be, but uh, and I can't believe Andrew ate it because he doesn't like spicy food, but he even tried it. Is it is that the bar where all the waitresses used to come sit on a lap every five minutes and keep? Yes, yeah, so they, the they kept they kept yeah, and they they wanted to hang out with us and go yeah. invite us to some party the next night or something. Yeah, that was that place. That was the first place I think we had it, and then we had it again when we were in um the first night we were in Chiang Mai when we went out with drinks with the uh with um. The dude is the is an engineer in was it Vietnam or something like that. I forget his name. Switzerland. You talking about the uh, the the guy in the military? Giacomo. No, 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 no. That was um. Oh, Giacomo. Yeah, the What first night we were there. Uh, oh, yeah? Well, at least the first night that me and Andrew got there. I mean, I think you had been there from either earlier that day or the night before. Earlier I don't know. Earlier that day. His name was Why do I yeah. We went to we went to a few different. We went out to get food first. Then we went to a couple of different bars. One of the bars like was this one uh, with. Uh, man, I, don't, I, got, I remember meeting you guys. It was raining. I remember all of that. I remember you guys took a long time to get get there yeah, and blah blah. blah. In the rain. It's nice. But I don't remember Akimo for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he was. I forget where he was from originally. Oh, he was from Italy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's an Italian name right there, Giacomo. Uh, yeah, but like he was an engineer <laughs> in some Southeast Asian country, and okay. he was on vacation for like a week or two, and we had met him there, and it's, he was leaving the next day or the day after. He left kind of early. Ah, okay, maybe that's why I don't remember him. Yeah, but dude, just just talking about all these things, just describing our day. Ah, uh, we went to have dinner first, and then went to a couple of bars. <laughs> Fucking life, man. What am I doing? <laughs> Watching TV. Yeah. Like, being a doofus. But yeah, that was... I love Morning Glory. I was introduced to it very late uh, myself because I'd been going to Thailand before that for about 10 years. And I've been eating... You know, my favorite Thai food uh, is uh, shredded chicken with uh, chili and uh, chili and basil. I think that's... Uh, I don't know, but that's... Usually how it's basil. I think it's basil chicken. Is that what it is? I don't remember basil what it is. But I, I think I've tried that one too. Yeah. 
it's it's common it's not it's not like something very expensive. Yeah. and you have it with like some rice it's so good because it's spicy as hell but the mm-hmm. rice just gives you a little bit of it and you have it like a nice fucking lager beer like oh this is it and uh, it's got some coffee lime in it that's it that's what that's mm. the thing and uh, the other one i really like uh, other than you know i love green curry of course but i love masaman curry man remember masaman curry that's the red one right or it's the, it's it is a red color thing it comes from the muslim muslim part of thailand and there are three main curries uh, yeah there are three main curries in thailand one is the green curry then there's the penang curry and there's the masaman curry even the penang curry is is very very tasty we had that too Mhm. I mean we had them all. Yeah, dude we ate so much. Remember those yeah. guys? Remember that? Remember when we did the boat ride and we picked up some food? Oh yeah, that was great. The uh, yeah, we took the tour which I didn't want to do at first cuz you guys were and you guys were like, "Oh, let's do it." I was like, "Fine, whatever." So we did yeah, we did that tour we went all over the place and we ended up like eating, yeah, from uh a random boat stop. A guy wanted to eat dinner and then we got we got food. No, we didn't get what he got, right? Cuz that we lady didn't make oh. anything. But the, the random um, family yeah. <laughs> brought us some beers and some free chicken. food. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We asked them for one cigarette. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Guys, whoever's listening, this is going to know. So we did a boat ride around Bangkok, which most tourists do. The canals well, of Bangkok. well worth it, folks. I, 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 I didn't want to do it, but I think it's, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. and then when we were in one of the neighborhoods there our boat uh, driver wanted to stop and have a little bit of a snack so there was like a floating boat with food on it so he stopped there it was outside this it was quite a lavish house actually some rich person's lavish house and there was a pier there side note real quick i i just, i liked the fact that like you know there is this woman who just sits on her boat and rides around and feeds yeah. random people whoever like call out to her i think that's awesome I wish we that had like awesome, yes. we you know how we have the ice we at least in America we have ice cream trucks that come around neighborhoods which they don't do the same way anymore as we did when we were kids yeah. but still it's it was like that but like with regular food and like it's what she does every day to make her money and the people that's what they live off of like as far as like their meals yeah. I think that's awesome I, I, that is pretty awesome they yeah. have a floating market there so that's uh, yeah we didn't we I don't think we went because we could have gone we could have added yeah. that onto our boat trip but I think it was what we were late or we didn't care I don't remember what the deal was but we were drunk or yeah we were <laughs> <laughs> that was it <laughs> no i don't think i've ever seen the floating market myself i don't know why uh next anyway, trip next trip an extra definitely so we went we went stop by this person's house so the boat guy boat driver could eat and we were just drinking beers and listening to music and just you know I think Dempsey felt like he was in the Vietnam War or something. He was like <laughs> tattooed with his bandana, shirt off, like yeah, bring it. Uh, it was awesome. Drinking beers and obviously you want to have a smoke, and I don't know why we ran out of smokes. Something. So I think yeah. I called up the guys there. There was like a pretty lavish house, and people are having a bit of a. Like a, I don't know if it was a barbecue or something, but they were just chilling out. Well, yeah, I think I think when we when we first noticed them, we were just they were just kind of hanging out out there. We didn't know that there was a party going yeah. on, but then they so, yeah, they were so sweet though, man. So I yeah. just said, hey, can we have? Can they give us a couple of smokes? And I think the, so they had that big house, and there was another small house next to it. We're, I think they were family as well. So there were a bunch of guys there having a. They were youngsters. I think they were like couples, two or three of them, three couples. and they said would you like some beer 
And we said, yeah, we'd love some beer. Randomly, no, we don't know these people at all. Okay, we're just sitting there docked. And this girl comes and gives us some beer. And then she comes and gives us a bag full of like, like chicken and barbecue sauce. Yeah. It, was, it was tasty too, man. That shit uh-huh. was good. <laughs> well, fucking country, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And those, those, uh, was it prawn flavored, uh, like pups or whatever? What, what were they? Shrimp? Yeah, they were. Shrimp crackers, right? Yeah, yeah. We got some of those too. Yeah. I didn't really Dude. like, I didn't really like those, but I like the chicken. No, they were, I, they remind me of Japan. They, that's big in Japan, shrimp flavored crackers. When yeah. I was in Texas, one of my one of my close friends is Japanese. He used to keep saying, "Ah, oh look what I got for you!" I'm like, "Fuck, take that shit away from me!" You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, um, but yeah, man, it was it was awesome. That boat trip was great. The food, how much food we ate in Bangkok, dude! Everywhere we went. Remember that place right outside the boat dock? The yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that we went to that lady shop and there was just she spoke zero English and there was just like four or five things on the menu and oh, we just said this one. That one, that one right before we went on the trip. Um because before. we yeah, because we went we walked around, we were like looking at the you know, the prices, everything. Decided to grab yeah. food. Yes, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that dude, that was a really good way. We didn't she didn't speak a word of English. We didn't know what was on yeah. the menu. We were just like that looks interesting. Point and, and get. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was dude, happy with my meal. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a video of that. I have a video of us trying it out and giving a food review. Oh, yeah. ass bowls, hot, spicy fucking soup with so much flavor. I think I had lemongrass in it as well. And I think you got the balls. You got, you got, the yeah, I got some the, kind of balls that were, they were tasty. Balls, I don't yeah. remember what they were. I don't even remember if they were. Like fish-based or... Fish or, balls. Fish were balls. they fish balls? Fish balls, I don't know. When you got fish balls? I, I think you got the fish balls. I feel like that would have been, for me, like... I feel like... I think I got pork or something like that. I think ah, Andrew got okay. fish. That could be wrong. But um, You may have gotten pork. Yeah. Either one. I know, I'll know. check out the video. I don't know what I got, but I remember I liked what you got better than what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I liked it better. <laughs> Hey, but, but you know were, what though? It was so cheap. We could have each gotten like two or three more. It was yeah. absurd. Like, and that's and that's absurd. another thing. Think speaking of like, that's the thing that like the few people, the few times that we like, I interacted with people while we were there. That like, when we that didn't want to eat like local food, it was always like three times more expensive and never tasted as good. I didn't get like the people who didn't want to eat. Like if there was a pizza place, or whatever. Like why would I don't I don't get it. Go to Thailand and have pizza. Okay, yeah. Look in thailand for a month and you've been eating a lot of thai food and then one day you just want to fucking just have a pizza i i, I dude i can understand yeah but you've just in thailand this and dude thai food is delicious bro it's incredible mm-hmm. and after that after that meal i went outside just i mean outside we were sitting outside whatever we're in the market and i went to the store next and i got that big ass watermelon in a cup oh right. so yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. yeah they cut a watermelon and they just put it in like in a big ass cup, and you just see the sitting on a boat, temples around us, fucking beer in a hand, watermelon, fresh, fucking juicy. What do you want, dude? What do you? What the fuck do you want in life, man? Uh, that was a fucking much. good trip. Huh? So not much after that. How much, dude? Not much. Yeah. Chiang Mai too, man. We had some good food there. I got some great Chiang coffee Mai. after you left. After you guys left to the islands, I remember I went to Chiang Rai and then uh-huh. back. 
hanging out with uh, some other folks there. You know, the others. That you know, the guy who was Swiss guy who was in the Swiss Army. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget his yeah. name. He's a cool guy. I have him on my. Uh, I chat with him ever so often on Instagram. I, and right now, it's not going to be my name coming to me, but I mean, I remember his name. And um, his friend, we thought she was his girlfriend. She was so tall. Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But he was the one, and he got his head hit. Wait, what did he do? Something, something yeah, happened with his I, head, right? Yeah, he had yeah. a huge cut in his head. Yeah, you guys went out together. I think I I skipped that. And, one and no, it was Dempsey. It was Dempsey and him. They went to some. Uh, I wasn't with them that. I think you and I hung out that day, and then Dempsey was. I think that was the day you I you me and Char, um Harry hung out, and that was the day Dempsey yeah. went into. I, I don't know if that was the. He went to Chiang Rai for a day trip because he wanted to follow Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's so fucking fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. Followed that chick everywhere she went. Yeah, for like two days. I go, this Heidi's doing this. I'm going to go do this. All right, cool, bro. Have fun. <laughs> do your thing. You remember you were so pissed off when we were in Bangkok the first night? And we were sitting by the, you know, the hospital had a like a riverfront. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this one German girl. He thought she was in, she was into him, and they all were going to, uh, uh, what's the place called, Kaosan to get fucking hammered and whatever. And you and me were like, nah, we're gonna get some food and shit. And we went to that uh, German place where the chicks would, where the, the waitresses would just keep sitting on our lap. Remember that one? And he was so upset. Oh, He's yeah. like, right now man i'm sitting with you dumbasses i'm like well <laughs> i mean you could go though we didn't stop if you could go yeah, yeah. <laughs> dempsey's a star bro you know one of these <laughs> nights one of these nights i was too partied out i don't know where you were i think you hadn't met cat that day so i don't know where you were um and everybody was out and i was just taking it easy because i was recovering from two hangovers whatever <laughs> and, and i was it was like one in the morning and i was just like randomly walking the streets i just come back from a massage and shit like that and i just had dinner by myself and everything and i was walking just chilling out you know having a smoke and in the middle of nowhere it's one in the morning on the fucking street there's just two people on the street there's me and the guy at 12 o'clock to me is dempsey i'm like what the fuck are you doing here and he's like <laughs> What? <laughs> like, it's one in the fucking morning, dude. This is you and me, you know. And then we sat. I love that guy, dude. We sat on the street and we just fucking hashed it out. We got we spoke about life and shit. And then there's some one of the girls from the hostel. She lost her. She was some drunk fucking German dude who she wanted to sleep with, and uh, she dropped her earring or something. So me and Dempsey and that girl and that dude who was fucking hammered. We had our like cell phone flashlights on. We were trying to find our fucking earring yeah. in the middle of the street, like like half an hour or something. <laughs> and that dude didn't give a fuck about her, dude. Like he's like, "Are we gonna do this already? Let's go back. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care so much about you to look for your fucking ring. I don't care. I'm not gonna see you tomorrow. I'm leaving. I don't give a shit. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> One of those. They were like 20 years old. They didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. We were staying in a party hostel, so. Well, the first yeah. night, I mean, okay, so like the first one, because the hostel me and uh, Dempsey stayed at the first night was next to yours, but it wasn't a party hostel. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next night, I think we stayed at the same hostel as you. Yeah. I think that's partly why as well, like Bangkok for me, I was like overwhelmed because the first, like, I, I think we were there, we got there like late Thursday night. 
And we left, I think, Monday afternoon, I think is when we like got on the flight to Chiang Mai. Um, I met yeah. up with you later that night. But like yeah. those four days or whatever it was, you know, four nights, five days, whatever, I didn't sleep more than, let's say, at max four hours a night. Like I think for those four days, I got maybe 12 to 16 hours of sleep, if that. Yeah. Like, I think that's also what affected me. Like, I just was too... Like, one night, like, similar to what you were talking about, like, where you ran into Dempsey, like, one night, I think it was the... Yeah, the, first, the second night in Bangkok, because that was the first... That was the night we stayed at the... The first night we stayed at the same hostel as you or whatever. I don't remember, Friday. It was either Friday or Saturday night that we stayed at that hostel. But either way... I got it was the night I had met up with we were hanging out with Charlie and you had gotten drunk and left your phone I got your phone back to you and then I was yeah. just hanging out on the stairs talking around people and then I ended up getting locked out of my room because I had left my key in my room so I come downstairs and I really had to pee so I come downstairs go outside like to the desk and there's nobody at the desk so I'm freaking out I gotta pee everything's closed up you know they locked everything up I go outside and like go pee on the corner because I couldn't figure out what else to do. And there's Dempsey like sitting on the took on the outside smoking a cig, and apparently he got locked out of the room too. So we're both just locked out <laughs> at like five a.m., six a.m. in the morning, like drunk as anything. And bro, you have no idea how fucking weird it was for me because you know. So for those who don't know, okay, let me let me rehash what happened here. Yeah, so we had a full day of you know. This was the first night, wasn't it? It was the first night. Yeah. So I hadn't slept all night at all. And we had never met. I met Ricky in Thailand. Yeah. And uh, I flew from uh, Mumbai to Bangkok, went straight to the hostel. And I said, you know what? I just sat at the bar. I said, I'm going to have some food. So I got some food and I was having myself a beer with it. It was about 11 o'clock. And sitting next to me was Dempsey, uh, who was a sweetheart, like he always is. And we started talking. And became good friends. And then Ricky came along from because the, they were in the other hostel. And I think you guys were looking for a place to eat, and you just saw this place. I think like, this looks good. And you well, guys came I mean, I I was like like I said, like we hadn't gone to bed. That like that was our first morning there. Yeah. And we hadn't gone to bed until like six or seven a.m. And um, you know, got there. Yeah, we were up all night. You know, getting messed up on Coastline Road. I remember at six or seven a.m. And then like. I think we had to be out of the room by 11. And so Dempsey uh, came earlier or something like that, and I was still passed out. So I finally woke up, I, you know, packed my stuff, came down, and then found you guys there. I think he had already started eating, so that's when I, I got some yeah. there. You guys had already gotten food or were about to. So the story is we spent the whole day fucking around Bangkok. I still haven't slept. It's been over 24 hours. Then we Man, come like back by 7 o'clock in the evening. And it's a party hostel, and we're all like in great spirits. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a nap. And Dempsey and Ricky are like, no, no, you can't take a nap. Fuck off. Just come down, whatever. So I went up. I said, I mean, fucking put my bags in my room. My bags were not in the room. They're still in the fucking reception. Seven in the evening. So I was like, I'll take my bags to the room. I did a quick shower. Came down. I see uh, Dempsey and Ricky's made a whole bunch of cool friends there. Charlie and the Aussie guy and the two mm-hmm. dudes. It was funny, man. It was a great, great gang there, right there. Oh, uh, what was the guy from? What was the guy from Portugal's? Was it Portugal or Spain? He was from. I forget. 
Nah, dude, I, I don't remember. I do remember a dude from Spain. I don't remember his name, man. He was remember. he was kind of tall. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. I remember his face, though, but I I remember you're the cool guy. I hung out on the next day yeah. as well. I think we were going to see the Muay Thai fight together. That guy. Yeah, I think you guys did. Yeah, I didn't go that time. Oh, dude, that was brutal, man. I don't remember his name, though. I'm going to say Ricardo. No. No. I want to... Nick, maybe? Nick was the Aussie guy. Nico. Nico or Nikos, right? I think Nick was the Aussie guy. Oh, Nick was the Aussie guy? I think so. The alcohol does to you, huh? Immaterial. The thing is, I go to the bar. I go to the bar. I say, I'm going to have a drink. So I go, I remember Charlie came uh, right next to me. She's like, she was so sweet. She's like, you're Raul, right? You're the pilot. I'm like, yeah, that's the rumor, you know? So I was like, all right, let's have a drink. So I said, hi there. Can I have a vodka and whatever, orange juice? And uh, she's like, okay, 200 baht. I'm like, here you go, 200 baht. Boom, bucket. I'm like, I didn't ask for a bucket. She's like, that's all we got. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all got buckets. That was the best. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, That's what it was. And, uh, and we were chilling out, fucking laughing. I don't know what the fuck we were doing after like an hour. And I remember finishing, taking a sip, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm drunk already. All I've had is two buckets. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I had two buckets of water. Yeah. Like they got like four or five shots each in them. Yeah. And then we went to fucking Kaosan. Seven dudes. <laughs> Charlie was and then very we all... sweet and very attractive, yeah. Charlie what? So Charlie was very sweet and very attractive. She is indeed very sweet. I've had a few conversations with her after that uh, over chat. And she is, she is definitely a very sweet girl. And um, so then we are on Kaosan and we just somehow just fucking went, we just distributed all over the place, broke up everywhere. And then I'm like, I don't know. I was with Dempsey. Was, Dempsey was a little pissed off about something. So Dempsey, I was like, you know what? I'm fucking drunk, Dempsey. I, I, I'm i just going to fucking go back to the hostel. And you know, it's, it's so uncanny. I've been, if you, if I'm fucking, if I'm sober, I have to think about where I have to go. Where to find my hostel? <laughs> yeah. It's like a homing beacon. I just know where to go. <laughs> like in a strange city, dude. I remember I was in Se- in Sevilla, Spain. Right? I was staying in another hostel for about four or five days, and then I moved to a new hostel in a new part of town. All right, it's my first night. All right, I go out with this really cute girl who's my uh, in the hostel, and you know whatever. Some stuff happened. And and, uh, and then, you know, I left her in her room and I came back. I was walking down drunk, bro. It's like, so I didn't even, she wasn't even actually staying in a hostel. She was staying in a hotel or whatever. So we did a business and I'm leaving. Now I'm leaving her hotel, which I have fucking no clue where it is. All right. And I'm going to a hostel, which I've only been to once. And my only fucking uh, recollection of the hostel is a square, which is where it was. I don't know how to get to that square. Dude, I didn't even fucking... I didn't even like hesitate. I knew exactly where to go, and I showed up in my bed, man. <laughs> and I was drunk. I don't know how that happened. You know what? So I, I, you know, we we do take in a lot more information than we can generally process in terms of like it's just like what we're like, looking at and seeing when we walk around. And I think that's just like your subconscious, like you know, all that info that it picked up on what that you didn't pay attention to when you were going there. You know, it's like okay. Now, if I don't use this information, we're not going to get home. So how do we, 
I will make Definitely. this work. <laughs> the brain works in wondrous ways. Let me get yeah. back to that story because this is good stuff. So we're back in Bangkok. Sorry, guys, we're just going all over the place. Yeah. So I'm drunk. I I tell them, see, I'm going back. I don't know where Ricky is. I don't know where anybody is. And I'm walking Khao San, which has got like fucking a million. And uh, there's this one restaurant. I don't know how I spotted you guys. I'm like, oh, Ricky, and I'm fucking yeah. drunk. <laughs> I'm like, I'm that annoying drunk yeah, guy. You're stumbling out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an annoying drunk guy when you're trying to make it with a chick and that guy just doesn't leave, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, 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 yeah, fucking Charlie, I love you guys. Just met the guys. Just just met them like fucking five hours before this. And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting there and I'm like, so I think I had a drink with you guys or whatever. Thank you, dude. I'm like, yeah. I, even in my drunk state, I knew that I got to get out of here because I'm fucking ruining it for the, I'm being a cock blocker. So I'm like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. So I get the fuck out. I'm drunk, but I still get a Burger King, the best fucking cheeseburger. When you're drunk, you want to get a cheeseburger. Nice fucking juicy, soak up all that shit. I get to my room. I, now I don't know. I don't know how you beat me to it, but I get to my room, and I had a sweetheart of a dorm dorm mate. He's a, <clears throat> I spoke very little English too, and I get there and I'm like standing like like a fucking bozo trying to balance myself. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I lost my phone. I forgot my phone. I don't know where it is. And uh, I'm like scratching my head or whatever. This Chinese guy comes up to me and says, hey, uh, your phone, somebody uh, leave for you. I'm like, what the fuck is that possible, dude? Who knows me in Bangkok? And who the fuck knows which room I'm in and which hostel I'm in? How is this possible? I was just fucking astonished. And I didn't know who it was. I didn't know it was you to like... Till I came back, you know that? You never told me it was you. Oh, really? I didn't? <laughs> yeah, you never told me that yeah. was you. <laughs> I I tell people, I'm like, I don't know who did it. Some fucking, I don't know, it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, well, you left and like, I think, I don't remember if we were switching tables or what we were doing, but we were moving and she was like, hey, is that your phone? I was like, oh, God, no, he left his phone. <laughs> so so yeah, I grabbed it and took it back with us. When we got back, I got I, I told the lady at the front desk, I was like, hey, my friend, he left his phone. I don't know what room he's in. Can we get this yeah. up to his room? And so I gave her your name, and, yeah, we brought it up there and put it in your room. Yeah, that was so sweet of you, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> I did lose that phone twice again after that, just FYI. <laughs> in the fucking cab, because, uh, again, I was drunk. <laughs> Reoccurring pattern here. Yeah, I was with that really tall Swedish girl. Uh, Swiss girl. Uh, and I was sitting in the front of the cab and I was like, can I please hook up onto your Bluetooth, please? <laughs> and I was blasting some music and we got to the nightclub and I forgot about it. And then after I forgot about it, and I remember I forgot about it in the nightclub and I was like, I don't give a fuck. And what am I going to do now? I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, Things happen after that, which I'll tell you outside the podcast, but it was fun. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> you know, another yeah. thing I liked about, um, I guess, the food there, which is, I mean, not that I mean, I, I tried a lot of vegan food there, obviously. Like, Did probably you? Be, vegan? Well, yeah, probably because of cat, and then, like, a few of the other ah. people that were there, they were vegan. So, like, I, the one night, 
I don't think you were. I don't think, and this is in Chiang Mai. I don't think you came out the first, the first night I met Cat. I don't think you were there. <coughs> oh, I mi- I missed it. Yeah, I was. I don't know where I was. I don't remember where you were, but um, we went out to some vegan restaurant that was kind of close to the hostel. With, well, I didn't go with her. I went with you know Dempsey and then Heidi and Heidi's friend, hmm. who was from I don't remember where she was from. Um, and then Cat and her friend, her other Aussie friend, met up with them and then we, we were all there hanging out so i ate some vegan food there it was pretty good actually i ended up eating there they had this uh what was it a papaya salad that was surprisingly oh, yeah. Good. Salad is spicy. yeah i mean yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like fruits with savory things all the time i guess it's just because of when i've had it in the past it's not been good but in my experience trying it in more like uh you know foreign situations it's definitely lived up to the hype like that was really good another time i had like um, I guess fruits and savory things was like in uh, Morocco and Tangier and, and getting a tan- Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. I really want to go to the country. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had that there. And then a f- another time in I got some vegan food at this other place that was good. Or veg- Actually, that was a vegetarian meal because I had a- I had got mine with an egg on it. Uh, okay. it was, yeah, I was surprised by how many um, places had vegan or vegetarian options available, um, especially vegan, I should say, not really vegetarian, but vegan options available in, in, yeah. in Thailand in general. Like, it's a pretty prevalent thing, surprisingly. Well, I think pie has got that sort of a culture, right? Well, pie, yeah. I mean, pie definitely is much like pie is like pie reminded me so much of Asheville. It's like a hippie town in the mountains. You know, that's really what it was all about. Like, um, so a lot of vegan food, a lot of like that kind of influence and um, a lot of drinking too. A little, you know, some uh, drugs as well. Like you could buy uh, the, the shroom shakes that were on the menu up there in pie. That was a thing at some of the different um, bars or hostels. But um, but no, in, in general, everywhere I went, I felt like I could find vegan food. I'm not, not even that I was looking for it, but I guess I just came across a lot of vegan food in places and in the islands and in Chiang Mai and other, other bits. I guess Bangkok, I didn't really look or anything, but Bangkok is so large and I'm sure that that was a thing as well. But dude, I mean... Being an Indian, that I my normal staple uh, diet is is basically vegan. My my lunch and dinner is vegan. Even my breakfast. Well, I mean, unless I'm putting paneer in it, everything else is just veggies and there's no animal products in it. Well, ghee at all. I can't think about it. Uh, ghee, if you use ghee, it is yes. Ghee is, yeah, ghee is right. But, yeah, because uh, ghee comes from mm-hmm. cows originally. Mm-hmm. But we don't use ghee for everything, so we use like oil, I think sunflower oil or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, Indi- Indian food's got a lot of vegan. Most of it is vegan. Something. Yeah. Like you'd have a separate side dish, which would be a curd. But it wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be an ingredient. It'd be remove it. So it's very easy to be vegan in India. You remember we got Indian food in uh, Chiang Mai? That was pretty good, huh? I oh, that's say, good. That yeah. Was pretty good. Uh, that was uh, and I you introduced me to paratha at that time. I'd really not had much in the way. Yeah, yeah. I'd had like you know um, naan before and and uh, what's it called um, roti. Um, yeah, yeah. But I it's don't think I had paratha before, and that was that was good. 
really liked it. I think Kat got uh, chickpeas and rice, yeah? Chicken yeah, and rice. super spicy. Or she tried to get us. Me and her ended up going to this one, but on the way back, like after we'd come back from Pi, we ended up going to this one place, another Indian restaurant. It was like more on the... Um, because I think where we were, like where our hostel was, which is more on the, um, like if you're looking at Chiang Mai and thinking of the old city, it was more of like temple city, yeah. the lower, yeah. the bottom, like middle to left half of the area was where we were located. But for me and her, I ended up walking, you know, all over the place at one point and ended up at this um, Indian restaurant in the more closer to the top right half of the uh, old city. And that was the one place I went to. I think that in terms of like Indian food that I had while I was in Thailand or any other food, except for the first morning glory we had, where when I asked them to make it spicy, they actually made it spicy. Everywhere else, I feel like they had this kind of feeling that, you know, being a foreigner, you wouldn't be able to handle spice very well. And so no matter what, yeah. when you just send it back and waste their food and they'll have to cook it again. Exactly. And- <laughs> no matter what, like, they would always like, you tell them spicy and I'd be like, yeah, give it to me spice, give it to me like Thai spice, give it to me, you know, that kind of thing. No matter what, they would never do it, at least not to my level. Yeah. Um, but that, that place was the one place where I was like, this is like perfect amount of spice. The dude, it was nice because the dude, it, it, I wish, you know, if I had more time, I probably would have, um, taking classes there he offered uh cooking classes like um, i did i did a class at the hostel at the hostel yeah anyway what'd you guys cook like mango sticky rice is that what you guys learned or something else hello hey you here yeah, yeah. no i said uh, i cook pad thai i said i love mango sticky rice mm. Mango tiki lai, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love mango sticky rice. You know, when I go on a flight over there, actually, like at the airport, you can buy it. And I've been like six here. It's not <laughs> rocket science, to, but it's just so tasty. Yeah, I made pad thai and I, um, and I made uh, tom yum soup. That's what I made. Um, it was pretty cool. They were very, they were very cool people in that hostel, bro. The, the staff was so, so nice. The way they were so funny, the way they taught us, we were all laughing and we had a blast. And uh, yeah, dude, after you left I uh, to Pai and I came back from Chiang Rai. No, actually, I came back from Chiang Rai and you went off to the islands, I think. Um, I, I was hanging out with those guys, right? The Swiss guys and some French people you don't know. Dude, mm. we had some really good food, man. We went into the streets, just the streets around the hostel. And we found a place which is like a hot pot spot. Everything was written only in Thai, full of Thai people. It was delicious, bro. It was so good. I have a video of that too. It was delicious. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think, uh, especially after yeah, the experience in, in Thailand in general, and also my experiences in traveling to parts of Europe, I think the biggest key factor when it comes to finding good food is one, avoiding tourist areas, and mm-hmm. two, finding if there's more locals in that spot than there are, like, you know, anybody else, then it's probably going to be a better, uh, if not definitely. always the best food, it's going to definitely be more authentic food than anything else you could find. All right, let me ask you this question. You've traveled quite a bit. What has been your favorite food experience anywhere in 
that comes to your mind at least? Um, you know, I think Morocco, uh, because right. because of like the it, it has more to do with like I guess the the context and it really specifically does it with the food. But like, so when I went there, it was with my uncle and my cousins and both my uncles, or two my, on my mom's side, and a few cousins. Um, and we were in we were we were in southern Spain for a night, which was wonderful. Got to see Stunning. southern Spain is gorgeous, man. That's another place I want to go back. Sevilla, to. man. Oh, Sevilla, bro. Uh, I love that. I think we were in Trafeca. I think I forget the name of it. Is that it? Because it was yeah. right across from Morocco. We took a boat over Trafiga. Um, we took a boat from from there over to uh, Morocco, uh, but in either case, um, I, when we went, it was during Ramadan, so nobody was Best really food, man. well. So the, the thing was interesting was like when we got so we leave early in the morning from southern Spain. I think we left around like eleven was when our thing was when our um, boat ride was. But because of the time difference, which is super funny, because you can see like the other side you can see the other shoreline yeah it's kind of far it's more than a few miles but you can see on a clear day from southern spain to morocco but there's a two-hour time difference which threw, yeah yeah it threw me completely because we left at like 11 11 30 we get there it's 9 30 a.m and it's like what the hell happened and like you can see the difference so that was super weird but we get there it's super early again wait, 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 going wait, wait, on. sorry i'm gonna cut yeah. you off there's a two and a half hour difference in time. You can see across to the next town. How long is the boat journey? The boat was like a 45 minute ride. But when you add on the time difference, it's, uh, what is it? Nothing. It's like going it was, back in time. It, it's exactly. Like, it was like going back in time. That's the thing. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Brilliant. The relative yeah. of your time, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, we get there. And again, like I knew it was Ramadan, but like I didn't think about what that would mean so like you know nothing is really open not even like not even just like the not food stops but nothing is really open that early in the morning because everybody stays up late you know to eat and kind of do the the things that they would maybe do not do as much uh in the daytime as a result of what was going on so like we get there like we ended up deciding to take a tour first we get to our you know hostel drop our stuff off decided to take a tour with this one local guy um which again like I'm, i'm not always huge on tours i like kind of figuring things out for myself but i think in certain areas and certain times it's always cool to take a tour so we took a tour with this guy and it was awesome he knew everybody he knew all the places to go he did try to get us to buy some suits or something from someplace uh no was it suits? it was something it was just like you know it's kind of a standard thing like the same thing that happened to us in thailand um but um but like yeah, nothing's open. So like we we food wise, so like we go by these markets. Even the markets, like some of the things are open, but we, we but nothing's really open. So end up like I guess I could have gotten like you know a, a banana or something and eaten. But we all decided to just kind of do the whole you know Ramadan thing, even though we hadn't eaten from earlier. We had two extra hours because we went back in time and all that kind of nonsense. But we were like, let's do this like no food thing for the day and see what it's like to uh you know experience that at least for one day as part of the culture. So finally, it's like later in the evening, I think around seven-ish, when they finally decided, we've been, we've been all over the place, walking and touring and visit a lot of cool spots. Um, but finally, we get back, you know, we're, we're chilling. I think I took a nap because I couldn't just stay awake at any point. But it's like seven, we're like, okay, we, so we had these reservations for a restaurant to go to and 
Um, on the way to the restaurant, we get stopped by these guys in the um, street, and the, we could obviously tell we're not from around there. Like, you know, they start chatting with us, and they ended up giving us some food, like, to, because they were breaking their fast at that point. So they ended up giving us some food to break the, and pull out a table for us, sat us down, brought us food, brought us drinks. You know, it was super, super nice and super friendly people. Um, so that was really good. I mean, some of the stuff they had there, I didn't really like too much. It was very um, fish-based, like dried kind of mm-hmm. seafood-based. And I, I, I'm weird about seafood, so I, I, I liked yeah. some of it, didn't like some of it, blah, blah, blah. But either way, super sweet of them to do that, super nice of them. And then we ended up going to this restaurant, like, and this is what I was talking about with the Tangier. And I've had Tangier before, and I've liked it. Uh, or ta- Tajine, I'm sorry, Tangier is the place, Tajine. <laughs> Like that mm-hmm. style of food, or, or that cooking style, and I've liked it. Um, but I think like having it in Morocco, like in that setting, after having had a day like that, like I think it was that full culmination of everything, and not having eaten all day really, like made it end up being a very like I don't want to say surreal at all, but like very very good experience, and it was like one of my favorite food experiences because it was. Uh, it was very pure and like even the old city in 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 the tangier where we were at was like you know when you're there you could easily feel what it must have been like and to live you know 500 years ago in that city or a thousand years ago in that city um so it was really cool to to have all that together you know in, in one setting with the with yeah the overall day combined with the style of food in such an old setting and such an old way of cooking and like yeah it was, it was nice that sounds incredible dude morocco is on my list i always want to go to morocco man there's a couple of cities yeah there's tangiers uh there's casablanca of course mm-hmm. and uh there's the cup two more cities which are obviously famous one's called fez and then the other the blue city so soya i don't know how to even know how to pronounce it the whole city is blue do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i wanted to so go we, we were only spending one day in morocco so didn't get a chance ah, okay. to anywhere else besides Tangiers, but that is a, that is one that I was like, okay, next time I'm back here, if I ever get a chance to come back, that's something I Dude, want. We're gonna do a food trip in Morocco, man. You and me. Students. Oh yeah, I mean, any any sure. we go though is a food trip. Let's be out, like, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, that's real. That's for me, there, when yeah. it comes to visiting a country, like I'm all about two things. Well, three things really, like three good things. food. <laughs> it has to have good food it has to have a lot of like cool history or culture oh, yeah. and then you know pretty women would be a nice third the first yeah, third all- important to be honest oh. the third is a nice balance tell me this have you ever been to a country where they don't have pretty women Just tell me no this. that's true no. but they're pretty women everywhere that, that's okay. fair. That's fair. I guess that's why it's the third because it's like the first yeah. two are really what I'm looking for when I go to travel. And the third is a nice to like yeah. have anywhere you are, which is available anywhere, I guess. But as long as you, you know, look around. Same for me, man. History, culture, food. That's, that's, those are the, three, those are the top three uh, targets for me wherever I go. And then, yeah, some nice nightlife. Uh, doesn't have to only be booze or whatever. No, yeah. Activity is what I mean. Like, uh, I go to Saudi Arabia and the Middle East a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, over the last 15 years, I'm, I can't even count it's in the hundreds of times that I must have been there. And uh, in Ramzan, most people don't want to go there. In Ramzan, you can't even drink water in public. I was in Kuwait once and I was in the hotel, and I thought in the hotel it's fine. I mean, the restaurants in the hotel were closed. It's one of the 
it's this is the crown plaza but it's a beautiful crown plaza it's got five or six restaurants inside which are all fucking incredible and but that day during the day was all shut anyway i was in the gym and i was working out and there were a bunch of other people working out and i was just you know you're working out you have some water right and everybody's giving me bad looks man i'm like what am i doing wrong dude am i dressed properly i'm like i'm wearing shorts and in a t-shirt dude nothing like nothing wrong with that and then the one of the instructors there nice guy he wasn't he wasn't a local i think he's from philippines it's like uh, sir i just have to tell you people are getting upset cuz you're drinking water i'm like oh i totally forgot i i thought in the hotel i mean if you're in the gym you could probably drink water right and i'm not a muslim so maybe it doesn't apply to me i mean i felt really bad so i said i'm really sorry and i put it down and i continued to work out but people just fucking gave me such bad looks continue to give me bad looks i like fuck this i ran back to my room <laughs> and i did not get out till i left the, like for the flight because i've heard some fucking horror stories bro about middle east and i've seen some crazy shit there so you don't want to fuck with them but the with the ramzan most people don't want to go there i do want to go there because when they break the fast it's called iftar the iftar meal is always a fucking feast in bahrain i remember dude wow what a feast dude they used to make this uh, lamb chop and fucking beef this beef shanks and this and that and the buffet was mind blowing dude the iftar buffet even in india mm. is a big deal they have a lot of, a huge muslim population here right so we have like 200 million muslims in india so it's like second second most populous muslim nation in the world so iftar is very big deal here especially in mumbai and some other parts and the food like yes was it yesterday or two days ago was eid there two eid is twice a year and they they for yesterday is, was one of the eids so obviously it's a national holiday but eid is a big uh, feast always you know uh, and they make biryani most of the time which is beef biryani and they have this thing called halim i don't even know how to explain halim it's a soup but it's a very thick soup and it's cooked overnight and mm. uh, some people like it some people don't like it i tend to i don't dislike it but i i don't i don't love it but i've had some really like one of my friends brought it home from his mom his mom made it because it was eid and he's a muslim so he called me especially it's very sweet of me he said his mom sent it from delhi so he said why don't you come over and have some with me and i did especially it was fucking mind blowing bro i couldn't stop eating so yeah man uh Ramzan food is they break they break the fast with dates and then it's just non-stop eating for like 2 hours and then yeah. just, you know hanging out and drinking Moroccan Moroccan tea how good is that Oh so yeah that sugar. was good too yeah so refreshing and uh, I had a similar experience like you uh I was in Turkey in Cappadocia which was oh Turkey. man I can't even explain I how beautiful so bad I can't explain how beautiful Cappadocia is bro you must have seen pictures right So mm-hmm. I was, it's got that very uh, unearthly terrain it's got they, they're like witches hats okay yeah 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 which are right <coughs> um some star wars was also shot there it was insane bro i can't even explain to you so anyways we were in one of the open restaurants on surrounded by these witches hats shit it's like it's incredible dude uh that that town um I was with a bunch of friends and we just it was a beautiful night and just most beautiful vista and we finished our meal and we just paid our bill and we were walking away 
and uh, like the 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 waiter he came excuse me excuse me he came behind and i said oh what happened you know i said did you not pay i'm sorry you know he's like no 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 it's okay you finished you finished so okay yeah sorry so did i pay did i forget something they know you come back you come back so i told my friends hey we got to go back i don't i think we forgot we went back and we sat down and he got us like shit loads of tea and free baklava and kunafe <laughs> said sit eat you know like you're nice people and like, what this is incredible Dude, the kunafe. I don't know if you've had kunafe or if, even if I'm saying it right. What in parts? It's called. I think in Turkey it's called kunafe, but I've also heard it being called kanafe. It is a, it is a Turkish, uh, Turkish food is incredible, dude. It is a Turkish uh, dessert, and it has, it's got milk and cheese and I don't even know how it's made, bro. It's fucking delicious, is what I know. It's got a lot mm. of pistachio, pistachios. Cheese, milk, and I don't know what they use to sweet to make it sweet. What does it look Maybe like? What it, it looks like a creme brulee, but not exactly a creme brulee. Do you know what I mean? It looks like a creme brulee. So it's mm-hmm. low, it's flat. It's got like kind of a, a brown yeah. covering top, but then white creamy or on the inside. Exactly, exactly that. Yeah, just it looks just like that, but it doesn't taste like anything like a creme brulee. Hmm. It's it's sweet, but it's not like. In your face, sweet. You know, it's subtle sweetness. It's, it's really tasty. It's got. It's very creamy, and uh, but you can chew it. You know, uh, and it's uh, it's got cheese in it. Uh, I think it's halloumi cheese, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on it, because I never looked into how it was made. I just know how much I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then and there's baklava as well, and that was yeah, great. Baklava. Yeah, it was fucking so nice. They were so kind and. Another uh, great experience. I remember telling you yesterday that I I made this friend there who's a who's a Kurdish guy used to work for this antique shop, and once the antique shop used to shut for business, he used to call us and we used to sit inside his antique shop, surrounded by these beautiful you know things. And my friend was is Aust- he's from Austria, Aust- Austrian friend myself and this friend of mine, uh, the guy who ran- worked there. We used to sit and play chess all night and drink chai and. Just chat and fucking eat something or the other small thing here and there. Ah man, Turkey was ah uh, Turkey was just another incredible experience of my life. It is one of my most fond memories. Turkey, this the trip to Turkey. Yeah, I want to go there. That's a big, big one on my list. Dude, Turkey, I'll tell you, man. I mean, it's I'm, I don't I don't even have to say it. The, the numbers do do the talking because it's one of the most visited countries in the world. Istanbul, I think, at one time had. Had overtaken uh, Paris as well, and I think with good reason, man. I mean, I honestly, Paris was fine. I I didn't think it was that great, to be honest. You know, uh, that's the Japanese. The Japanese have a word for it: going to Paris and being disappointed is like a proper word. For it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it is. Dude, my friend, I was talking to my Japanese friend when I was in Tokyo, and I was just talking to him about Paris. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah, is uh. You saw this word. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is got a word for how disappointing Paris is. That is unbelievable. So specific. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I kind of, I, I, I can, I guess that's kind of why I don't like visiting bigger cities for that, partly for that reason. Because I'm, they, I, for me, they never live up to the hype. Like I visited London, and like London was cool, and it was great to see like certain landmarks that I've seen that you know a thousand times in movies or books and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, 
but after that, like, you know, I was like, eh, I could take a leave London itself. I wonder what the countryside might be like. Uh, same thing with, like, New York City. Like, I, New York is great. Like, I love New York City. I love visiting there. But, like, I don't know. There's a certain part of me that's also like, it is it really all that it's hyped up to be? I don't know. Uh, well, but, you've grown up there, so. That's that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, guess. I love it. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. I love London. <laughs> okay, I fucking yeah. love London. Even though I've only been there once, I wanted to see the countryside of, of uh, England. I've heard it's stunning, but uh, I haven't had the chance. Uh, I love Chicago. My brother lives there. I've seen it well, and it's incredible. I like big cities. It's not like I don't like. I live in a huge city, right? I live in Mumbai, but it annoys the daylights out of me because of the noise and the traffic. But dude, Istanbul is not a small city. Istanbul is one of the biggest cities in the world. You know that, right? No, yeah, I know that. But I mean, again, that's why like, I feel like if I went to Turkey, I would probably visit Istanbul, you know, like certain aspects of it, and then probably want to go someplace quieter that's like more, you know what I mean? Like, I know, you're gonna, I know you, man. You're going to love Istanbul. You know, I like, the reason I love Istanbul is the reason you love Istanbul. Hmm. It, is, it is a sight for sore eyes, firstly. The architecture is unbelievable. It is so drenched in history. Like I said yesterday, I call it the catalog of human anthropology, at least modern anthropology. It's just incredible, man. It's just the architecture is so mind blowing. And when they play the Azan in the evenings, like in India, in Mumbai, they play the Azan five times a day in a loudspeaker. But somehow the mosques find the guy with the worst voice to go and scream. <laughs> and everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck, come on, you know? But there, when they do it, you're like, wow, this is so beautiful. And you're on the Bosphorus. You're sitting there, maybe on a boat ride, or you're having a cup of tea, or you're just maybe having a beer or a glass of wine or some incredible fish. And there are like five massive, incredibly beautiful mosques. And they start singing together. And man, it is really, it is, it is something else, dude. Istanbul is tops, brother, tops. It's definitely one of the top uh, five cities in the world for me. Um, and the food, man. The food. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, the food is where I'm at. That's what I want. The food, the culture, the music, the women, <clears> everything. <throat> everything. Istanbul, man. I had a job offer with Turkish Airways. I didn't take it. Mm. But uh, whatever, man. I'm lucky because everybody else there now is fired. So I'm okay. <laughs> but because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Ah, all right, let's do. Uh, what is your worst food? What is the okay? What is the worst? <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. Which country's food has disappointed you the most? Oh, by far the Netherlands. And that's food. Yeah, I. Have. You know what the thing is though. That's <laughs> the, here's the thing though. That's the thing. Like, I didn't really get a chance to, and maybe you know, if anybody who's Dutch might be hearing this, or you know. I'm not saying that Dutch have bad food per se. It's just that all the food that I had there that wasn't food from specifically from either like, you know, Turkish places or uh, Indian or Pakistani places, something like that. Like, and it wasn't made by those people. Everything else I had there was not that great. I mean, I guess the fries were good, but I mean, how can you really do fries well? <laughs> it's not cuisine, man. This is fries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to be fair, though, I guess I didn't go to a traditional Dutch, let's say, restaurant. But having said that, like, 
there weren't really that many, if any, of those there. Like, I remember searching for something like that and seeing little to nothing about, like, traditional Dutch food. It was all stuff from, like, other regions of other countries that they had, like, kind of repackaged and similar to, like, American culture and, like, did it in their own way or did in whatever way that they understood that culture to be. Like, for example, the I think the, the most, the worst thing experience I had there was I went out to this Mexican restaurant, which I don't know. I just decided to like, there was a, there's a row with like a bunch of different shops and restaurants all from all, like, like I said, like from all different places, nothing that was traditionally Dutch. So we, we walked up and down these streets for a few, for a while. And finally, I me and this girl decide to go to this Mexican restaurant. And I think to myself, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff around here, but it's like, how can you really do tacos too wrong or a burrito too wrong? I mean, there's only five or so ingredients in these things. Like, it can't be that bad. I ended up getting tacos, and I went with, I think, beef and chicken because – or just beef, I, don't, I think, yeah. Because I was like, okay, you know, how can you do ground beef with some spices too wrong? I mean, I get maybe it won't be – quite the same as like a real Mexican restaurant or something, but you know, it should be fine. The beef was sweet. Like, not like and it was ground really? beef. It wasn't like it was like, you know, because so, I've had like, you know, stewed beef that's been like, that's maybe that's some heat to it, a little sweetness to it, something like that, but like in the form of a taco, but like, you know, this was like ground beef that uh, was this, instead of adding pepper, they added sugar as like the spice. And it was like, I I don't and it was three times the price I would have paid anywhere else because again it was the Netherlands, so like it was like eighteen euro or something like that for this meal, which in the what? states would have cost me like maybe ten euro. I mean ten bucks U.S., which would be like eight euro. Um, but it was just it was a lot of money. It was it was it was a lot of money for like some of the worst. Even the food wasn't like like. I guess you couldn't say it was bad per se in the terms of it like being like you know, made me feel sick or anything like that but in terms of like not at all being like the culture it's supposed to be representing 100% and then there was a few other places I went to same deal like where it was just like it went to this place that was supposed to be like barbecue and it was like in this out so it was it was a weird it was this cool kind of setup and I wish they you know had done a better job and I guess I think part of it as well is like you know, you, you cater to the culture that you're in when it comes to foods from other places. Like, they tend to fit the, the food profile of what people are looking for in that culture. But if that's the case, then all I can say is, like, most of what people in the Netherlands like is pretty freaking bland. Um, yeah, it is bland. But, I remember that, too. Yeah, I went to the... So there's this, yeah, there's this, like, this food court kind of set up um, in this you know, plaza... And it was like every little shop was, you know, individually owned and people would, I guess, rent the space and like, and put out their food. So they had like one place, one, a couple places that did maybe ice cream, one place that was like um, Asian, uh, not Asian, like Chinese specifically, another place that was maybe um, a Thai, another place that was um, supposed to be Mexican, like tacos again, another place that was like American style barbecue um, another place that had pizza, so like little things from like kind of all over the world a little bit. So we went there with this girl, and we tried a few different things, and it was just, everything again was I was disappointed by. It's it like the flavors weren't like what they again, not to say that they were wrong, but it was just like 
I don't know. It was just not at all what I was expecting or wanted. And like, again, considering that there was really no place to get or to easily get traditional Dutch food as well was disappointing. Cause it was like, okay, so you have all these other options, but all these other options suck. And you're the food of your own country, but unless I wanted like to buy, I guess from the market, like, you know, smoked herring or something like that, which again, I'm not huge into seafood and that kind of thing. So it, that wouldn't be my style, but that was like the only thing I think I got out and like was like some of the fish, products or fried fish type things. One thing I did like about that country that I think is far surpasses like what we have in America at least is like the the sheer like every every little town or in, and and more than one place within the town they have like they've got like their cheese shop they've got their butcher shop they've got like uh, you know a few different bakeries like I loved that like you can go and get fresh bread made that day versus stuff that like you know has been in a bag for weeks on end. You can go and get cheese from the shop, and they've got like you know sixty different types of cheeses, and you can get whatever amount you want. Like that was really cool. There was a place where like you can go and get like fresh roasted nuts, like, and that was a regular thing at a shop, and like that was cool. Um, but yeah, that part I liked. The food, like restaurant-wise, that was available was very disappointing to me. Dude, speaking about bakery, bakeries and fresh bread. Another story that comes to my mind again is Istanbul. I, uh, we are a bunch of us. Dude, that hostel was so cool. Even the owner of the hostel in the in the night he booked a. You know, I start. I met that. I had an ex girlfriend. I met a girl over there, and I dated her for three years after that. And she's French Canadian. She barely spoke any uh, English, and I spoke zero French. <laughs> and we dated for three years. It was beautiful. <laughs> it wasn't. But, uh, but um, so that night we were all out partying that night. Again, so again, I just reached the hostel this morning and all of us are great friends. And we go out, we party, we do our business, we're coming back. Now we're staying in a very touristy part. It's called Sultanahmet. It's famous. It's where all the blue mosque and everything is. And we go to a hostel now it's like fucking 4.30 or something in the morning and we're starving. We're like, oh, fuck, we need some food. And there's no food. So everybody goes back to the hostel, this friend of mine, and we walk. And we're walking. We're like, ah, something's going to be open. Something's going to be open. Nothing's open. And we're like coming back. We like, we walked around for like half an hour trying to find food. Couldn't find anything. We were fucking starving, right? Like, uh, and then we were coming back all dejected and we hear this, we can smell this bread being baked somewhere. Like, so we're like fucking like dogs, like, you know, hounds who can smell stuff like bloodhounds. We're mm. like, ah, where's the smell coming from? And we just start tracing the smell. And again, a hole in the wall is like a full-on commercial bakery. It's not, they don't sell to like people. They sell, they, they make their bread and send it to restaurants and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Massive, big-ass baguettes and shit. And we're like, oh, can we please have some bread? We'll pay you money, you know? Here we go. Can we have some <laughs> bread, please? And this guy just looks at me like, you know, with a little disdain. And he's like, he takes a loaf of like a one baguette loaf and throws it at me. And he throws another baguette to my other the Canadian friend of mine. Like, here we go, get lost, you know? <laughs> have fun. <laughs> No money, anybody. And dude, we broke that when we broke that bread, you know, you could see the fucking smoke coming out. Like, oh my god, it was so good. And uh, that was like a long time ago, man. That was like how long ago was that? Like maybe six or seven years ago. And about I think last year sometime, that this friend of mine, I've not been in like great touch with him. I mean, he's on my social media, so we like each other's pictures every now and then and stuff, but he haven't spoken, spoken. And out of nowhere, this guy sends me a picture of me with the bread in my hand, with a big smile. 
Still, he's like, bro, I look what I just found. It reminded me of you. Hope you're doing well. I'm like, oh man, what memories, bro. <laughs> hey, man, hunger, hunger is the best spice. <coughs> the best, the best, best flavor the and best spice. Yeah, and honestly, like, there's something, there's something very, very, like those, those simple foods, like bread, like freshly baked baked bread like i don't care how great of a chef or whatever you are you can create the most amazing you know meal in the world but there's something about like either when you're hungry or just haven't had something in a while like or just you know or whatever even even if you have just eaten something about f- simple things like like a piece of bread like that or a piece of like good cheese like just on that bread like that could be it is like could be so tasty at those times or at any time a piece of fruit like freshly picked like peach off of a tree oh, or something yeah. like that like it's those exactly, simple yeah. ones that like you know without any adornments i think like or very little adornment that like makes the best meals or foods or hits you hits you the best like I remember, yeah i was uh this uh, this is probably like seven or eight years ago i was um visited Colorado for the first time, spent a month out there traveling and, and ended up staying on a week on this organic fruit farm doing woofing. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, like uh, worldwide opportunity, something like that. Farming, you know, I actually even looked into that for Turkey. I thought about like maybe like woofing for a while while I want to visit Turkey. But either way, um, yeah, so I stayed on this organic fruit farm and I just, like I still have memories of like picking fruits off the trees, like apples and nectarines and peaches and all these kinds of fruits and just like taking a bite off of a freshly picked fruit like all that juice coming out and like after like you know i'm climbing these trees all day in the hot sun and and i'm you know tired of hot and but like those like just like taking one or two bites and like feeling satisfied and i know this probably you know waste food and it sounds bad but it was crazy to be like okay i could just take one or two bites of this food and then i could throw the rest on the ground and I, I don't like wasting food per se, but I mean, it does add nutrients back into the soil that, you know, is going to grow to that tree. But it was just so, like, I still think about those moments because it was just like that simple peach at that time was like the most perfect thing to have in my mouth oh, yeah. or, or in that <laughs> moment. Yeah, totally, totally can relate though. I can totally relate. But all right, so uh, you told me about your... Yeah, my worst with yours. Disappointing me. My most disappointing meal was in Budapest. I do. I loved Budapest. I loved that city. Don't get me wrong. It's one of my favorite cities in the whole world. And the first day I reached there, I was in the hostel. So I asked the lady who was very sweet, the lady behind the counter. I said, can you tell me where I can go and have a nice meal, a local meal? She told me a spot. It looked, you know, busy. It was good. And it was popular. So I went inside. And I ordered some. Okay, the goulash is great. Goulash is a soup, but it's, I wouldn't call it Hungarian, right? Goulash, I think, isn't goulash also Russian or is it only Hungarian? Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's Hungarian. So I'll give, I'll give goulash, uh, I'll give goulash its uh, due respect. I like it. Uh, (laughs) All right. But okay, goulash is fine. Don't get me wrong. But that's the only thing I like. She got me something which was famous, local, supposed to be great. And I was like, I was eating and I'm like, did she forget to? Did she forget to put like salt in it, or did she forget like to put a sauce in it, or anything in it? Because I feel like I'm eating fucking cardboard. Bro. Oh. There was I, I remember the white sauce, and there was no taste in that sauce. There was zero taste. Yeah. It's like if you took put some milk in the flour, 
and just you know churn it up and just presented it with some like whatever pasta or something you know, like zero flavor Right. but dude i mean you know what i i had other food in budapest which is great but there wasn't hungarian food i had a dosa in in budapest do you know that hmm do you know do you know the dosa right yeah 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 uh, the indian pan i was out partying in that if you've been to budapest you'll know that jewish quarter what they call the jewish quarter at least is where uh, all the parties and stuff are like the old one and there there's this massive signboard would say the indian dosa and we were all drunk i remember we were five six of us like oh we're going to get this and none of them were indian they had never had dosa before it was so good it was like a proper good dosa man i couldn't believe i was having it i was having it in budapest <laughs> cuz i'm missing traveling so much now that we're reminiscing i'm like what am i doing i want to go so you can't get a vaccine already fuck yeah you know oh, i, I it's just not interesting but like i i I've noticed like you know with my own experiences and with your stories as well it's like cuz I've had a Hungarian food as well and I did not like it when I had it maybe it okay. was just right. maybe really. maybe it was just the people who made it cuz it was like at a family friend's place I don't know if it was just the people who made it and it was bad or if it was just like I don't like the general style of Hungarian food but I did not yeah. did not enjoy it but what I find is interesting is like and I guess it comes back I mean I guess it kind of makes sense in a certain respects is like the colder a climate is the blander and, yeah. and worse their food is in my opinion the warmer climate is the more um flavorful and good the food yeah well of course man because if it's colder they have no vegetation so why yeah. the dutch food is so boring and bland is they only got meat and potatoes that's all they have yeah everything uh, introduction but then, uh, uh, yeah because we got same, the the salt, like even salt like adding uh, salt to that meal like you're like did they forget this like uh, my experience too and like now is like what Like you, like obviously you know what salt is. Obviously, it's available. You guys, it's an ocean, like a yeah. black country that has an like ocean. They're known for their, for their um, ships and everything, and their and their transportation. Exactly. It's like, how is that not even something that is sometimes used in their in the in the cooking or whatever? Like I had, yeah, there's this really sweet girl that I was dating while I was out there, and she was great. But one day she cooked for me, cooked some eggs, and. I was very thankful. I don't want to like sound, you know, like yeah, of course. But I was very thankful that like she wanted to cook me food and it was very sweet of her. But like and maybe it's just me and the way I like food or whatever, but like she scrambled some eggs and then added mayonnaise to a bun. Oh. Like a, like a a roll and then that was like the breakfast. I'm like uh, I I, <laughs> I like I get where your sentiments coming from. I appreciate it, but yeah. like mayonnaise on a roll with eggs i don't know if that's really my idea yeah. of breakfast but mayonnaise is that thing there right mayonnaise I, is everywhere it's everything it's like butter for them it's not butter <laughs> yeah. combined like that's what they use it like. um mayonnaise, so, mayonnaise yeah. you know i was hungry and i was like okay thank you and i ate it and i was appreciative and i'm sure she was pretty so you're going to eat it anyways well yeah so. yeah yeah but it's funny cuz the next time i was you know over and she's like oh you want me to cook i was like you know what? why don't i cook this time why don't i <laughs> <laughs> such a gentleman <laughs> yeah man um well my 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 ex girlfriend was a pretty good cook so i wouldn't deny she she used to cook some good stuff for me uh she was very sweet she was very caring always very caring i got to say uh when i was in uh so been in holland a few times i've had good food uh always um well was it always dutch food i don't know cuz when i've had 
when I've had uh, specifically Dutch food, I've had it. It's just so boring. I didn't know what, what I was having. Um, yeah, but I, mean, like, I was in a good food there too. I just didn't have any good Dutch food while I was there. Yeah, so there's good stuff that I had. I don't know if it was Dutch. Like I had this really nice chicken. Uh, and I don't know if it was Dutch or not, but it was, it was delicious with some veggies and stuff. Um, but when I was in Utrecht, there's a town called Utrecht, mm-hmm. very close to Amsterdam, beautiful town. And I was, I have a friend there and she took me all around and she showed me all around. And she was very, very sweet. And she took me to a, a place which is very cool. It was, it used to be a, a church once and they turned it into a restaurant. So it's still got the altar and the, uh, uh, massive uh, organ and everything and um, and uh, it was good food man and she ordered for me because she's Dutch and uh, they had these potatoes but they were like sweetened like in a plum sauce or sort I'm not sure what it was and the chicken was cooked very very well it was well seasoned it wasn't spicy of course mm-hmm. but it had, it had seasoned, yeah. yeah it was seasoned it had herbs and stuff it was delicious I don't know if that is exactly a Dutch food, but it was very nice. I got to say that. I could eat that. I wouldn't say it was my favorite food, but it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. That way. You know, um, how about British food? What's your experience with, I'm talking about British food, not Indian food in, Engl- in England. Or- okay. Cause that's, that's kind of what yeah. I ate while I was there. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. British, the British, the, the, the stable food, British food is curry for them. Curry is like, British food. Yeah. But I mean like proper British food before they fucking invaded India and got all their dishes from them, you know? Like proper, proper British food, like Yorkshire pudding and all that rubbish. Well, so I've never I I've not had anything like that, unfortunately. And I think I want to eventually. The closest thing I can say like, coming to a British meal that I've eaten or had would have been just like a um an English breakfast. English breakfast. Well, that is a pretty good contribution from, yeah. from the only good contribution from that country. Food-wise, is English breakfast. In terms of, like, you know, breakfast food, like, it's got a lot of different flavors. It's got a lot of, you know, a lot of food on there. Um, I guess there's always, like, slight variations, but it's the first time, you know, I think what I liked about the British, like, I guess the English breakfast um, the most was I'd never had um, a tomato just, like, cut in half and then pan fry with some salt and pepper like yeah you know i mean i guess i've I've had i've had obviously tomato in so many different varieties and ways over the years but just as simple as just like just a little bit of salt and pepper and pan frying it like that you know so good it was so good yeah i was very surprised by how much i enjoyed that thing so like that contribution to my palate in terms of just thought thinking like how just simple food could be so good and something i would never think to add to a breakfast is like you know, yeah. uh, like if, okay, if I if I had tomato to breakfast, it's like okay, I'll have it in scrambled eggs with some tomato, perhaps, or, or like not an egg, scrambled egg, like omelet with some tomato. Yeah. But like that was yeah. a, a you know contribution, just something simple. Like and I've had you know I've had sausage, obviously, I've had beans, I've had eggs, I've had you know toast, it all goes into it. Yeah. Uh, but like all together on one plate with the uh, with the um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, tomato is nice. I would like. I do the tomato at home too, man. I like it. I put a little bit of olive oil on top afterwards. It's just, it's, it's really good yeah. with the eggs. It's, it's a very good combination. Yeah. They've, uh, they've nailed the breakfast. I gotta say, my favorite breakfast is the English breakfast, most certainly. Mm. I love it. I gotta say, the I've tried. Uh, you know what I like about British food? I don't even know if it's British food. It's pub food, definitely. It's bangers and mash. I love bangers and mash. Oh, bangers and mash is good. Yeah, it's yeah. A, uh, 
I, like uh, a good ale with bangers and mash. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, was this, there was this place in Asheville, and I'm so, like, when I went to, so when I went to the Netherlands and Europe for those three months a few years ago, um, before I left Asheville, we had this place called Pete's Pies. So it was like this British-style pub um, where they played soccer, like, basically all day. Like, he would open up at, like, 7 a.m. some days just to let people come in and watch soccer and, like, Nice. I don't even think he could serve beer at that point, given the laws, <laughs> North Carolina laws. But they would still open up. They would still like have English breakfast available, coffee, that kind of thing. Um, but so like, he that place was a place where I had like, because I've had bangers and mash other places too, but like where I liked it the best, and I had it like where I was like, okay, this is something I could get behind. And they did bangers and mash. They also did a, um, I guess you know, you know, British food is is good. I, it's just. It's different style, like I guess it's just a, it's a lot, it's a lot more like meat and potatoes kind of thing. Um, Sunday roast, right? Meat, yeah. meat and two veg. Yeah, exactly. So like uh, the bangers and mash they had there was really good. They also had um, what's it called? Uh, shepherd's pie that was really good. Um, you know, England. Uh, yeah. They, England has a big in, had it had and has a big influence on, um, obviously on. Uh, on Jamaica, given that it was, you know, a colony of yeah. England. Um, so, like, what they had there was, like, you know, growing up, I was, you know, my parents were Jamaican. I would always have, like, we would either go places and get, like, Jamaican food or we'd have it at home. But, like, you know, going out, we'd always, like, if we went to New York for, like, a church thing or whatever, or any time we went to New York, really, we would always make sure we got patties and, and um, like, Jamaican beef patties and, like, uh, cocoa bread and hard oat bread and stuff like that, you know, on the way back. Um, but they had this pie there that like, cause they did like three or four different pies. They had this like hand pie that was like a, basically like a Jamaican beef patty, but it was like not quite the same. It was like more like the, the kind of pie that when you look at it or think of, um, uh, what's called a shepherd's pie or, um, or, uh, is it shepherd's pie? Is that the one with the, the pastry covering? No, the shepherd's pie has a mashed potatoes covering, um, pot pie. It was like that kind pot, of thing. Yeah, chicken pot pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. like that kind of like size and shape and everything like that. But it was like the Jamaican beef patty flavor, like filling and flavoring, and it was so good. Um, but overall, no, I mean that thing was. It's uh, not roast beef. It's um, uh, corned beef and 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 um, cabbage. That's a good, another great one. Oh, is, is that corn British beef. or is that Irish? I guess that's Which, Irish. Corn beef, corn beef and cabbage. Cabbage is mostly, is usually German, isn't it? Oh, no. Cabbage is uh, big in um, Ireland, too, I would think. Ah, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think corn beef and cabbage might be more of a, a traditional Irish dish because especially uh, like around, you'll see that a lot around um, St. Paddy's Day around here. Uh, yeah, it's possible. I've never been to Ireland. I'd like to go. No, that's another place I, I'd love to go. Yeah. So many places to go. Can you finish there, this there. fucking pandemic I, already? Can I know. Travel? The only thing I'm the only benefit of the pandemic is like I'm like oh I'm saving money at least, and then I could use it for travel. You're saving money. I'm not getting paid, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna pay four months. Mm. All right, let's talk about okay. All right, we know you love Indian food. For those oh, who are yeah. listening, we got a we got an announcement. Richard Burnett can now make 
Indian style, home style chicken curry at home, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chapati. I mean, not chapati. Uh, uh, roti. Same roti. thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know the difference between chapati and roti. I, you know? I, I remember reading up about it a little bit. I think it's got more to do with just like where where you are and maybe a few of the ingredients that you might yeah. put in it versus much of anything else. I think chapati is like has fillings or has more stuff added to no. it generally. Is it the opposite? Roti no. the other way? Roti is the no, one? What the same, dude. They're the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they call it. Sometimes I've been to a restaurant and said, do you have roti? No, we have chapati. I'm like, all right, fucking bring me that. And it's the same it's thing. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, Either way, say, I can man, make it. <laughs> yeah, you can make it. And that's a big deal, man. You can get married now. <laughs> you find you a nice boy. Yeah, <laughs> you can make lamb chapatis. <laughs> or I'll find an girl who doesn't want to be, you know, who wants to, you know, if she can, she can work, and I'll be home and I'll cook. It'll be a weird man. You find an Indian girl for me who's willing to do that. I'd be happy to do that too. <laughs> find any girl. I don't care if she's Indian or not. Just true, anybody. true, yeah. true. Actually, yeah, I would happily but, do that. Yeah, I was half. Fuck yeah, man. It's a dream. <laughs> man, you go now, work so, the kids. Indian food is. I mean, okay, so but just because probably I'm born here, so uh, for me, it is my comfort food for certain. So uh, if I have to uh, choose any food in the world, which is my favorite, it has to be, not has to be, but it is Indian food. Also, because it is awesome, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's so much variety, too. It's like when you say so Indian food, variety. it's like that yeah. that puts such a huge amount of food yeah. available at your fingertips. And it's yeah. like almost absurd. It's like saying American food, like. What does that mean? Because yeah. it's like, you know, you, you could know. basically say, okay, well, I will any food from any culture for the moment because we do some very, that's what we have. It's like, where's American food besides? The closest thing I guess you could say to American food would either be maybe, maybe Southern food, but even Southern food is still comes like, has a huge influences from like, uh, depending where you are, like French cooking and like Indian cooking, like Indian Native American food. But Native yeah, American, yeah. Yeah. Um, but either way, yeah. It's yeah, Indian food is like a, I think what well, we we did this before. Top three like food if you only eat three like I guess types. Yeah, let's of food. do that again. Let's do that again. Let's do, right. do your top three. So the question here, guys, is if God or whoever your freaking uh, uh, the warden of your prison, whoever comes down and says you can only have three types, three cuisines of food for the rest of your life, you have to choose three cuisines, not dishes, three cuisines. So. Here's that. That's the game here. Ricky's gonna go first. So I know my first two pretty easy are Indian food and Jamaican food. They're very similar in a lot of respects. Um, but like like you said, I love Indian food. I don't like. I, I think I've told you before. Like I think I may have been Indian in a past life or something because of how much <laughs> I enjoy the food and even like not just the food but like you know, very, a lot of different aspects of the culture and thought process. Yeah. Uh, especially like you know, air, you know, I'm into Arabic medicine and all that stuff. And yeah, good. Um, so there's that. Um, there's Jamaican food. Obviously, that's like what I grew up on. As far as like both my parents are Jamaican and that heritage, and like again, the flavors that are available there. And we take you know, Jamaican food does take from um, a few different cultures as well, given how it was um, um, colonized. Yeah, uh, and then. So I think when we were in Thailand, I think I had Thai food down. I think it's yeah. Thai food as my as my third overall. But I yeah. think I think that if if it weren't Mexican food would be a close. Oh yeah, up. Mexican food. But that's like that's a similar 
taste palette you're going for all three, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm big on spice and flavor yeah. and yeah. um so the one reason I think Mexican food doesn't, you know, doesn't eke out over let's say Thai food is just because it tends to be a little bit more oily and at times that could be a little heavier. Um yeah. and so that for that reasoning I think I would have to say like Thai over Mexican because like there's still like there's a lot of lighter Thai dishes or versions and yeah. you can have available to you. But uh, yeah, you're right. Overall, I mean, if you really look at what I'm talking about, the first three are all curry based, like you know Thai, oh, yeah. <laughs> a huge curry influence, Thai, um, Jamaican, not, and 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 Indian, and then yeah. um, you know lots of like huge, big, in your face flavors and heat and um, yeah. spice usage, explosion, explosion, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing subtle, nothing, not very, yeah. not very many cold dishes. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I don't like cold dishes myself. You're right. I'm not a fan of cold dishes. They do a lot of cold dishes in Europe. Yeah, Europe is, I don't get that either. Again, like going back to what we were talking about, like the like, is your cold, colder regions have colder dishes. What's what's the logic on yeah. that? <laughs> you warmer there, right? Like I'd be having like now, yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, My three, if, let me see. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. My three, sorry, you were saying something, dude? No, 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 no. Go ahead. My top three. All right. My top three first is Indian, of course, because, mm. yeah, I love Indian food. Uh, second would be Italian, for mm. sure. Italian, Italian is like awesome, yeah. Food. Yeah, it's got a whole bunch of shit. It's not just pasta. It's got no. steaks. It's got, yeah. it's got veggie stuff as well. It's got everything. And it's got salads. It's got, I love olive oil. And uh, you know what I love the most, dude? The other day I was cooking. I've been cooking a lot, right? So, the other day, I don't know if I said this to you, but the smell of olive oil and garlic. Like when you put garlic and olive oil. Heating in a pan. It is so good. I was saying somebody should make a fucking perfume out of it. <laughs> <laughs> or like a room freshener, <laughs> you know, like. Oh, I'm sure they have. I would not be the least least bit surprised to find out somebody has made I wouldn't be surprised either. I couldn't be the first person to have thought of this. You know, it's funny because like yeah. when, when I was in uh, uh, Italy, it's like the sheer number of different types of olive oil that they have available to me was astounding. And like, yeah, oh yeah. Like the, you can go to like, you can go to like, it's awesome. You could have a full bar. That's just like an olive oil bar. Like you could try taste the bread with this and then have it. with oh, but they do that. And I know oh, they do that. And it's amazing. To me. Like the average person, I think when you think olive oil, you're like, okay, is it, is it olive oil? Is it extra virgin olive oil? That's all you know we're yeah, thinking about. But like yeah. when you go to a place where they, they grow that many olives, like, and it was crazy. Like when I was there, like everywhere, like if you had more than five feet of space somewhere, you had an olive tree. It seemed like, <laughs> it's like it was insane the where yeah. sheer number, but like it was cool. Cause like you had so many different olive types of olive oil and it really does like, change up the difference in flavor. oh yeah dude i cook everything in olive oil bro i cook everything well, no, in olive. I, don't I, even, love olive. I don't even mean like like how it changes like a different dish like if you're using olive oil versus like let's say butter or some other oil but i mean like if you were using olive oil for the purpose of cooking eggs it would be this one that you might want to use and if you're going to use it ah, okay. <laughs> you might want to put it on this olive oil. so like that was cool See, and then also excuse me vinegars like the number of vinegars and how how versatile vinegar can be in terms of like its um its uh, thickness and also its flavor profile, how you would want to use it. Like, is your vinegar yep. going to be used on meats? Is it going to be used on fruits? Is it going to 
vinegar like olive oil and ice cream is a thing like vinegar what? Ice cream is a thing yeah dude it's crazy oh, how, like so that's why I love, I, you know, we talk about these top three kind of thing. And I'm sorry, I know you haven't even finished yours yet. That's why um, <laughs> But like, dude, the, like, I, you know, I say I've got my top three, but if I, like, if I was actually forced to only eat those three foods, I would, even though they, I could tell you that like, in terms of how I normally eat and everything like that would be fine with me. I could live forever and be happy. I would still in the back of my mind be like, man, I wish I could have some like a time. Yeah, like, that's it's, definitely going to be dude. Like it would always gonna be happen. a thing. Yeah. It's always going to happen. That's why it's a, it's a bitch of a question because you got only select three. <laughs> yeah. Like, you it's think, not you think, like, that would be, oh, you can like, that'd be easy. And that's why <laughs> I think a lot when we asked some people in Thailand, I remember more than a few people like saying like, oh yeah, American or something like that. It's cause, like, yeah, I think a lot of people say American. Yeah, because yeah, like it's like no, that's too broad. It's like you could. That's too broad. Yeah. yeah, that's everything, dude. American is everything, yeah. man. What do you mean? You got falafel truck. You got uh, halal boys. You got yeah. everybody. You got, every- dude, you got. <laughs> you got everything in there. Nah. <clears throat> so when I was in south of France, I was in south of France. I think last year, I got a discourse on um, different vinegars, red wine vinegar, and this vinegar, and and uh, truffle oil, and oh, oh lots. Of- I mean, at, at least when I was there, because she <clears throat> she was explaining it, I could tell the difference between it. I got some back from a farmer's market too. Pretty good red wine vinegar there, I remember. <clears throat> from Nice, I got. Yeah. So coming back. So I got Indian, Italian. Dude, I love Italian, man. I really do. <laughs> and, uh, my third, I want to say Chinese, but the problem is when I say Chinese, I'll be forced to eat the Chinese food they serve in China. I'll never be able to eat that. Because I've never been to like proper China. I've been to Hong Kong, but everybody who's been to China and said Chinese food there, at least for me and a lot of people I know, is not the best. That mm. is the original Chinese food. <clears throat> but I want Indian Chinese. You know, Indian Chinese actually has its own cuisine now. It's called Hakka Chinese. So if you go to Toronto, you'll find a Chinese restaurant and you'll find a Hakka Chinese restaurant. Mm. So when you come to India next time, or, or first time, actually, I'll... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, introduce you that <clears throat> you got chili chicken, you got chicken manchurian, you got American chop suey, which is Chinese, by the way. Um, you got um, so many things, Shezwan sauce and chicken, like Shanghai, mm-hmm. this, whatever. Like people just come up with names, but chili chicken and beer on an afternoon with cricket is the fucking dream, brother. It is the dream. And then uh, finish it off with a big butter chicken in the night. Oh my God. You're going to go into food coma and never wake up. <laughs> and um, But I can either say Hakka Chinese or Thai food. I love Thai food, mm. man. I can't I can't get enough of Thai food. Every day I can eat Thai food. Yeah, me but, too. I mean, that's that was my favorite. Like, especially being up north, it was so much cheaper than down, like, in Bangkok or in the yeah. islands. Like, I remember, yeah. like, what you can get up north, like, for 40 baht. 40 or 50 baht, which is like in US, at least that at that point, it was like a dollar and a half. A dollar, what was it? 40 baht would have been about a dollar and 30 cents or so. Dollar 30 would have been 40 baht, I think, because it was like 30 to one, roughly. 30 baht okay. to one dollar, I think, was roughly what it was at that time. So, yeah. So it was just in case, but like, yeah, the, the meal would be, you know, enough. Fill you, oh, or you yeah. could have, you, could, or you could have more, and like the yeah. the flavor was amazing. Like you could, 
Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I could definitely eat Thai food for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. In fact, you know, in the last four or five months, I've, I've been in the quarantine. I've cooked everything. You know, I made pizza last time. Did I send you the pictures? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't send me them, but I saw them on Instagram. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was so excited because it was really good. I couldn't believe it was so good. Um, what was I saying? I forgot. Uh, you said you've been making <laughs> oh, yeah. everything. I cooked everything, but I didn't cook Thai food. And I love Thai food, and I haven't had Thai food since the lockdown. And I should do something about it. Thai I'm is gonna... one that's like, it's not even that it's necessarily hard. There's a lot of ingredients. I think it's it's very similar to like, oh, I guess, you know, it's all this, I, mean, I was going to say it's very similar to like Indian food. But Thai like, food's going to be easy. No, nah, yeah, I don't think it'd be that hard. Yeah, he's going to get the ingredients right. Like, I used to find Indian cooking so complicated. And then my mom taught me the basic <clears throat> foundations of Indian food. And then I understood, all right, this is what you do. In every dish, you do something similar. And then a couple of things different, and it gives its own unique uh, mm-hmm. flavor to it. It's pretty much, I won't say pretty much the same. This, like we spoke, there's so many different types of Indian food. That when 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 somebody in the West says Indian food, they just say Indian. But in India, if you say we go, we go North Indian food, South Indian food, Goan food, Eastern food, Punjabi mm-hmm. food, like so many different Gujarati. Every every state has got its own cuisine and it's, and it's unique and it's great. So yeah, Indian food can go on forever, man. You know, another country which has got great food is Sri Lankan, Sri Lanka. I went there and I spent a good amount of time there. And I, the first time. When I went to eat there, I was like, ah, Sri Lankan food is going to be just like South Indian food. What am I going to do? I said, anyways, I'm in Sri Lanka. I'll have a Sri Lankan thali. Man, it was so good. It was not the same. Okay, it had similar characteristics mm-hmm. and it's fine and the similar ingredients. But the flavor was different and very, very good. Very good, man. Loved it. I'm getting hungry now, dude. <laughs> food. food is, you know, it's funny because like, uh, you, you go on like, I've, yeah. Okay. I don't know. If everybody does. I recently rejoined Tinder, which I, I hate. Atta boy. Atta I boy. Look at so much. I hate it so much. It's funny. Yeah, it. Like for me, it's like I'm such a you know I I like go like I like talking to people. So like that's why the yeah. the whole thing is got me down because like you know, I'll go to the bar not even just to get like to drink, but it's like just to like chat with people. I can't do that right now. Um. So like yeah, I'm resorting to like Tinder and stuff like that. But it's funny like you know you see people's things. And either they're very similar or like, you know, some, some people are very different, whatever. But like most everybody's like, oh, I like this kind of food or I like food in general and I like to travel. It's like, oh, yeah, those are the same things that I have on mine or that I would put on mine. But at the same time, like, well, doesn't everybody like those things? Doesn't everybody, like <laughs> doesn't everybody like food? Like food is number one. Like we all do it every day. Like, yeah, food is amazing. It's silly. It's like saying yeah. it's silly. Like I love food. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No, I really yeah. love food. <laughs> yeah, I really, really love food. Believe me, you don't know what you're talking about. Man, Tinder, I don't get Tinder, man. And it's one of the reasons I want to leave, like, move out of Mumbai is you can't just go to a bar in India and just talk to people. Just You just don't do it. You can't go alone into a bar and just chat with people. It's yeah. not going to happen. Especially to a girl, she's going to think you're, like, a creep or something. Yeah. I don't like that, man. Just going to a bar and just talking to a bunch of people and just fucking that is you know, my, one of my favorite things there. to do. Yeah, man, that's why I want to move, dude. That's why I'm trying to move. Probably yeah. will move. I don't know, man. So many things I'm thinking about. <laughs> Fuck knows what's gonna happen. But I miss, this yeah, was I miss a, being a bartender too. That must be yeah. You must get a lot of yeah, a lot of fun there. No, it's a lot, of fun, it was a lot of fun. Like a lot of great conversations, getting to meet people and. 
either yeah either telling them interesting stories or hearing interesting stories or just seeing people be absolutely crazy at times because they're intoxicated it is a great job and yeah, you got paid pretty fun. well I got paid pretty well yeah man this was a fun fucking chat dude this can go on forever man we just touched the surface of it yeah and we didn't really even touch on like yeah beer or liquor or anything like that Oh my God! Beer, we're gonna do that. And we gotta have another podcast just for booze. Yeah, that's booze another. Booze thing. That's another thing because, like, I'm again, I'm not uh, because I'm not like a. I don't. I don't really drink by myself. Like, so I haven't really been drinking much uh, at mm-hmm. all. I mean, I think that, like, I think in the last like three or four months, I've gone out and make and had drinks maybe twice with like at a friend's place. The last night was one. Another yeah. time, you know, it was a, like maybe a month or two ago. So like, I'm not able to like you know, and I love cocktails. You know, that's my thing. I like beer too, but cocktails are where it's at. Like if I don't like just the mixing of different, it's similar to the whole food thing. It's like you mix a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like it, it change this ratio, and then all of a sudden you've got a completely different drink with the same like mixes in it like as before. But um, I miss that. I miss, I miss like the seeing somebody make a nice drink or making a nice drink or sharing one with somebody or switching, you know, like, Oh, that's amazing. Like, can I try yours and switching back? That kind of thing. Dude, uh, that cocktail bar in the, I should remember. That place was great. Best cocktails I've ever had in my life. Yeah, dude, I still, I, I, you know, I don't like, I don't like um, watermelon. Never have. I don't know if it's because yeah. of the stereotype and not wanting to be like. There's a stereotype in America that like. I love watermelon. It's my favorite fruit after mango is my favorite. But fruit like, watermelon. yeah, I, I've never liked it. It's just like the the the. It's I don't know. It's just never been enough for me flavor wise. Like I just yeah. it, it sounds kind of it's too subtle. <clears throat> but that drink that we had there that the guy made with um. Just fresh watermelon juice, a little yeah. bit of, I think it was fresh watermelon juice, mint simple syrup, um, lime, not lime, I'm sorry, uh, gin, and I feel like it was something else, maybe soda water or something like that. I don't maybe not soda water, but either way, super simple, but so good. That tasted amazing. Tasted almost- dude, I went there every day, Ricky, even after you left, right? I Did you? Every, yeah, dude, every uh, day, man. It was your fine. I remember that too. Yeah, you yeah. Like, oh, well, because I really, because I'd been, you know, we'd been in Bangkok those first four days, and like we drank a lot, but we didn't have any cocktails. Like we had buckets, you know. <laughs> like we. Had, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know that's funny because like, Bangkok, Bangkok is a very cool city. What most people see of Bangkok is just a touristy site. If you leave the touristy stuff, Bangkok is a very. Uh, yeah. Chic, chic city, you know, it's classy. It's got great restaurants where locals go. It's got incredible bars where locals go. It's got, it's like, a, it's like New York, man. I mean, so, I've seen that because I've been there a bunch no, of times. No, I, I could easily believe that. I mean, like you said, it's a huge city, and I think every large city has those elements to it. Um, but like you said, we were just mostly congregated in the uh, touristy bit we of like, it. It was like what we did was like, okay, we saw the sites and stuff, but it was like going to New York, seeing the sites, and then hanging out every day at Times Square. That's, yeah, was, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not it. But we had a blast. So it didn't matter. Yeah, it was fun. But um, yeah, but I was so, like after that many days of like just having 
either just like soda and a drink or whatever. And like, and yeah. around, like generally speaking, when I go to a bar, if I'm not getting a cocktail, then I just get like whatever liquor I want and soda water. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. But like, you know, after that many days, I was like, you know, I want to try a real cocktail place. And I was like, you know, check it out in Chiang Mai. And, um, and there was like a few that came up and that one, I don't remember why, but that one to me, I was like, nah, this is the one. It was right behind us. It was a hole in the wall. And do you remember the bathroom? Do you remember yeah. the pictures in the bathroom? Yeah, there was, yeah the cupboard. Oh, ball was, place, yeah. Just, it was a, like old school, like old pictures school from posters, <laughs> yeah, from nudie mags. Yeah. Mind-blowing. What a bar that was, dude. Yeah, that, and I then the upstairs, like did you get a chance to go upstairs? They had that thrift shop up there. Like, that was random inside of a bar. I didn't go up there. You yeah. went up there. I don't think I ever went up there. I don't know why. I just didn't care. The upstairs is like, you know, and it's funny because, like, the upstairs would have fit in in any part of, again, I th- feel like the north was, like, that's why I think, again, like, I, I keep saying, like, I wouldn't live in Bangkok. I just think it's because, like, the north was just much more of, like, my style of things. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I, like I said, I think, like, I, I don't, have, Bangkok is not bad by any means. I, like, I had a lot of fun yeah. there. I, like, I, th- I think that we, Especially if I got to experience more of like the um, less touristy side of things, I think I would love it even more. But I think even after all that, Chiang Mai and Pai were I think my favorite experiences because like t- as far as vibe goes, because even when I went to the islands, I liked the islands too. But like vibe wise, like they were much more my style. And like the yeah, like the, so that, that thrift shop could have been found in Asheville, you know, any on any corner yeah. street in Asheville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with the cocktail bar. The cocktail would have fit in yeah. bar would have fit in perfectly in Asheville. Like that's that kind of thing. And like, uh, so yeah, that was, was Chiang Mai was great. I can't I can't deny that, bro. Chiang Mai is just a, a cool city. city. Cool city. Cool city. Cool. Yeah, I went to Chiang Rai after that. That's another cool city. But yeah, I didn't get. I think I think. Well, he did a day trip, but I didn't go. He went. He fell down. He went there chasing Heidi. Remember? He yeah. Went, <laughs> yeah. Right. He saw the temple and stuff, but I don't think he saw the city. He just saw the temple. The temple. Yeah, he just saw the temple. Like, yeah. Yeah. That white temple is an hour away from Chiang Rai. You don't oh. love Chiang Rai, bro. If you like Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai was one step like further away from Bangkok and Chiang Mai as well. It was peaceful. It was small. It had a really like quaint little streets and you had your own scooter. You just went everywhere. It was great, dude. I you stayed a night there, right? Spent a couple of nights there. Yeah, yeah. Really, uh, I think the same night that you went there is when we went to Pi, if I'm not mistaken. You went to Pi the same same day. I yeah. remember uh, my bus was delayed for like five hours. So <laughs> sitting at the bus stop for five hours. But uh, yeah, man, this is a good conversation. We'll have to uh, do another one about booze mm-hmm. and travel stories, man. This is just food. <laughs> not mm-hmm. even all the food stories just some food not stories. even all it's like uh all right we got a lot of uh, podcasts to do let's do another uh, one yeah we'll talk let's do it in, uh, in a couple of days talk about whatever man that sounds good travel or movies or whatever movies is a good one i think movies could be cool movies i feel like cool. you know it's funny though i like i, I talk to younger kids or you know and i I think it, it you you end up being biased towards your like what you grew up with. I think no matter what you do, because I feel like I was talking to this kid the other day where talking about Star Wars, and he's like, 
Oh, I think the uh, first three are the like the like not first three. I'm sorry. Like one, two, and three, not four, five, and six. Like yeah, one, two, and three were the best. I'm like, oh my god, you don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> I'm gonna four, end this five, conversation now because yes, I'm yes. You. No, I'll tell you why because I haven't seen Star Wars, so you can. Ah, okay. But there's a reason. I'll tell you that. But I do want to see them. I think I'm gonna do that next. That'll be a great idea for the for the boredom that I'm facing these days. Yeah, and then we could talk about what you. Th- yeah, you should watch them all. But you should watch them in theatrical release, not story release. Yeah, that's what I want to do. All right. I'm going to hang up. It was awesome talking to you. Yeah, dude. We're going to catch up soon. All right. All right. Be good, man. You too, my friend. Peace out. Peace.